Admittedly, you forced me to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang against my will. Yeah. And and also forced me to plug in a box against my will. And, you know, I felt like you were just attacking me over and over again. Yeah. But then we watched Bullet Train <laughs> together. And now everything's fine. Do you know what? I would even say... I would even say that you're my tangerine. Welcome back. We hope you had a Merry Christmas. For our last episode of the year, we are talking about the David Leach film from last summer, Bullet Train. Spoilers ahead, so if you haven't seen this movie yet, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Either way, we hope you enjoy. It's set on a boat. <laughs> it's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just tell me what you thought of this movie? I loved Bullet Train. Me too. <laughs> I thought this movie was so good. <laughs> it is Man. so good. I also, okay, I, um, so we just reviewed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a movie about something that Iron Man did to yeah. Batman. Um, but I was never that interested in watching it, but that's fine. We talked about it. We worked through it together as, as a podcast to some. Yes, absolutely. Um, even though we had earlier in the night, we had already fought about audio equipment for like the hundredth time. <laughs> and I mean, you know, it's just been real straining, but then we found together bullet train. Absolutely. We just found this thing that we could both love this and is, it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hundred percent. It was, yeah. <laughs> What'd you like yeah. about it? <laughs> I mean, it's got stars. It's got Brad Pitt. Yes. Brad Pitt doing his Zen thing. It has a thousand cameos. Which it turns out to be John Wick. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. So, and we found this together at the perfect time in our podcast relationship. Yeah. Where, you know, admittedly, you forced me to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang against my will. Yeah. And, and also forced me to plug in a box against my will and you know i felt like you were just attacking me over and over again but then we watched bullet train together (laughs) that's true and now everything's fine it did come together and it came together even say i would even say that you're my tangerine oh my god I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that. So spoilers ahead. You're my Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh my gosh! I who oh, this movie? <laughs> and, and there, there's a facetious tone there, but this really did come together so it's nicely. That. It's all that. Like I mean, we were going to redo Die Hard because we both love that movie at Christmas, and I know that's like one of your favorites. And I was excited to do that. And then I told you bullet, or you told me bullet trains out. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. And man, was I surprised at how good it was. If I'm honest with you, I did not realize until I watched it that it was a David Leach movie. Oh, I didn't I didn't I don't I don't know. I guess I don't pay attention too much to that. I didn't I just I remember didn't, the trailer from this movie. Yeah, no, I remembered it too and I was like that looks like a lot of fun. I don't know if I like tongue-in-cheek Brad Pitt or anything, but man, did I like him. Man, he was so good in this. Everybody was. Yeah. And again, there's a billion cameos. Like Magic Mike himself, yeah. Channing Tatum, <laughs> is in the movie for like eight seconds. And it's so funny. 
<laughs> is this like a sex thing? Or <laughs> Incredible. Oh my God. Before I get ahead of myself though, um, for those of you who don't know David Leach, uh, he, he was a co-creator, right? John Wick. So Chad Stakowski, I think is his name and David Leach. They were both the stunt coordinators on the matrix. Uh, and then they made John, the, they, then they made the John Wick movies. David Leach branched off when he was hired to direct Deadpool. And he made a bunch of his own movies like atomic blonde. I don't, have you seen atomic blonde Billy? Uh, only part of it. I don't think I mean, I, think, think, uh, isn't it really like stylistic? It's basically John Wick with, uh, Charlize Theron, but think John Wick, uh, John Wick's a good enough reference. Think John Wick and Deadpool too. David Leach is walking in there with that experience, that aesthetic, and those sort of tricks up his sleeve. And I saw, I don't know, tell me if you agree with this. I saw a ton of like Quentin Tarantino influences on this one. It was one. Kill Bill. Yes. Yeah. That's, I have it written right here. Kill Bill, uh, yeah. Glorious Bastards, maybe a little Pulp Fiction, but mainly Kill Bill. Um, yeah. Sort of the Western meets Samurai story meets... Uh, people trying to find poetic justice and it and it has like eight uh, concurrent like character stories and motivations and backgrounds Mm -hmm. so and you think that that usually makes a movie really convoluted and hard to follow this movie was perfect (laughs) like it was so good it was was so good i even saw it with all the characters are amazing yeah they're all fleshed out yeah, they all have yes, like reasonable motives, and well, not mean not reasonable, but clear motives, uh, because they're I mean they're all freaking psychos. So yes, they're all like assassins. They're not people. reasonable motives. <laughs> well, it's funny and like one other reference I want to throw out here that I don't want to forget to mention is um, uh, the some of the shots remind me of uh, some like Wes Anderson movies even. It was mm-hmm. like the re- the the visual references were all over the place, but felt like ve- like a David Leach movie. It was just so good, <laughs> like just the way it was made, the pace, the acting. Brad Pitt's character is <laughs> is basically doesn't have a backstory. <laughs> he's the only one that yeah. doesn't have some convoluted uh, dramatic history, and he's the he's the protagonist, or he's like the main character of the movie. He's just like a yeah. easygoing guy. Uh, trying to trying to uh, make his life better, going to therapy, <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's so nice to everyone. Yeah, um, that's because he just he just wants to go. He's just like, yes, yeah, it's fine. Uh-huh. You could just have it. It's this, yeah, this is like a western, a gangster movie, a samurai movie. It's there's lots of like self betterment, mental health, and like a lot of like. <laughs> Zen, it's like rooted in like Zen Buddhism. Well, at least from because it's <laughs> well, yeah, be, because it's from Brad, Brad Pitt's character. character. Yeah. yeah, and he's obviously rooted in that philosophy, and so he's trying to bring balance and peace to everything. But everybody's killing each other. <laughs> it's just insane. <laughs> it's so. It's very. Cool. I love it. Hurt people, hurt people, man. Yes. <laughs> it's a one-liner like he's that just... every time. There's a wall in between yeah. us, and. If if we look at look towards it, we can see a window. Oh, it's a door. He keeps getting it wrong. It's a door. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to remember all the like yeah. psycho babble that his 
therapist is putting exactly in his head. He's, right he's just kind of like he's getting the feeling for what it means but he doesn't really remember <laughs> yeah he's is. still it, like it's like he's kind of new to it it's he's new to like trying he's to, working through it yeah exactly yeah like he's trying to like yeah it, they allude to the fact that he kind of went through something or had a bad job or something what was it like maybe it was a bad mm-hmm. bad mission or something um yeah and he doesn't want he doesn't carry his gun anymore uh right yeah so something like obviously yeah. happened but they just never go into it he's just a guy no, trying, they to don't do have the, to. trying to do the right thing trying to be a better person <laughs> and there's like yeah they, this, they, this movie this was all my my favorite things in a movie i feel like this is what you wanted kiss kiss bang bang to be maybe or maybe I it was just it was hard to, to watch that this. after this <laughs> what's that yeah, probably. Well, because there's mean, like, yeah, like this lots is what of, I want all movies to be. Lots of like, yeah, lots of chaos that's easy to watch. It has a little bit of depth, but it keeps the pace moving. So like, you just keep going. Like, yeah, like you don't realize it has depth as you a bullet train. Yes. Oh man! Wow. That I did not even think about that. Deep, right? That is deep. very deep. Well, no, like when the tort again. Spoilers ahead. No doubt. Uh, like towards the end, when they, when you finally realizes that the guy was saying a father protects his family, like he was talking about himself and his son mm-hmm. just has felt ridiculed his whole life. And it's this deep moment. You're like, Oh God, I forgot these were people and not just like funny joke, <laughs> violent machines. <laughs> yeah. There's some old Kung Fu references. I think this is just, yeah, everything I, everything I like in a movie and then things that I like, just trains i love i love fast efficient japanese style trains yes i just i just love them so i liked looking at it and i was like i like this setting this is my favorite setting for a thing yes i like i would live in that train if i could Mm -hmm. um a bullet train yeah fueled by poetic justice it's just awesome everything in it the goofy uh Oh, the like mascot. the commercial mascot thing. The, yeah, yeah, I've the goofy written... commercial mascot. It's like all the fun things that I like about Japan were in there. Yeah, but then almost no one in there is. I mean, it's not like over the top Japanese. There's only like three Japanese people in the story, and the rest of That's them right. are yeah. like crazy. I like this world of fantastic like assassins like john wick yes. the thing i like about john wick so much i mean the action's awesome but it's that that there's weird economy built around yeah that there's a whole world coins and things yeah like there's a whole world and it seemed exactly like this movie was exactly like that yes where they all knew each other kind of i mean they had there's an organization before. there's a protocol for hiring these guys yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so there was, there was a whole system. There's like gang leaders with crazy character. Yes. Like they're mm. the timber wolf or they're the wolf or yes, because, and he right. wears like a giant wolf buckle <laughs> and like, yeah. Or a necklace. And, and he has legitimate motivation to do the things he's mask. doing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, like everything's just so over the top and ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I just I just love it so much. I love it so so much. And Brad Pitt just he's kind of just walking through him in real chill. Yeah. 
perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> the perfect contrast to all these amazing characters. Yes. Uh, like, yeah, they're, they're so all, extreme and yeah. he is so not extreme. Right. He's this been is supposed to be him his interact simple. with everyone around him. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, watching watching a regular person or like a super chill guy interact with someone who is ten thousand percent intense is is always funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And that was that's all that happened in this movie over and over and over again. It did it did seem like it had like uh it played into a lot of themes. It had like I mean everything revolved around um what do they call him? The white devil. The white devil's son and the briefcase. And everybody had their different motivations. And then obviously that got turned on its head because the white wolf is the one who got all these people together, except for his daughter, right? White devil. The white, de- white devil. I'm sorry. Um, his daughter was a surprise, I think, right? She was yeah. there cause she was trying yeah. to kill him, trying to kill the white devil. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just too She's good. a diesel. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I can't stop thinking about that. Like, yeah, Tangerine and Lemon had, like, real... Like, they were so funny the whole time. And then just, like, that yeah. moment towards then, you're like, wow. Where it shows the flashback, where it's like, they actually are brothers. Um, yeah. And... Because you thought... Because they call, go by, the, like, to the twins or whatever, but, like... They're, yeah. they obviously have different parents. So like, but it must've been like a foster care situation or something like they have some yeah. deep past and they're very deeply connected. Their family. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite? Let's talk a few favorites. Cause this was also, even though it was crazy, chaotic and insane, it was very straightforward. Uh, who was your favorite cameo? Deadpool. Yeah. I, 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 I thought that was I thought that was great. I'm glad you said that. Um, that Ryan actually Reynolds. helped me make the connection to David Leach since he did Deadpool too. Mm. Um, but um, or like reestablished in my mind through the chaos. I thought that was a funny, funny cameo. But I'm glad you said that because I'll toss another one out there and I'll just I'll say Channing Tatum. It was just yeah. too funny. It was just <laughs> he's he just nails that like kind of like dumb hottie. Um. He just nails that, that that type of that type of person in a movie. Um, yeah, I think that Ryan Reynolds had to be at the very end. Um, yeah. Oh, because right. he bre- his face breaks the fourth wall now. That's true. Yeah, like he it, didn't it have any felt lines. Very tongue in cheek. Like, yes, like what, yes, and we also in- put Ryan Reynolds in it. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah, his, it was his presence like a- is definitely like a, almost a fourth wall break. Yeah, which is fine because it was at the very end. It was very much a joke. Yes, um, definitely. That was but cool. But yeah, if, if it had revealed that it was him earlier, I think it would have taken me out of the movie. Yeah. I think I would have been like, oh, I don't know. I think so. I think you're right. I think that I think it was well-placed. Um, I thought we were all done with the cameos, and then Sandra Bullock rolls up in her in a nice car, and you're like, what? That was her this whole time? Like, we've been listening to her voice. It's so funny to me. Oh, you couldn't tell? I couldn't. I don't know why. I it just uh, no, didn't get it, me. I, I got it. Like 
oh, right away. That's so cool. yeah. Very distinct voice for me. I don't know why. No, I I love Sandra Bullock. I just didn't it didn't click. And then I saw her and I was like, oh, that it all made sense. Um I was I was really thinking she was gonna get out of the car and like shoot him. Oh wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why. I just felt like that was the kind of movie. It oh, was, right. Like after all that, like, after he, he the all, yeah. the very far fetched survival things that he went through, like crashing into the, which again that's also intentionally commenting on his perspective on luck, but um, San, but then like yeah, it would have been funny if she was like, "Yep, yeah, you're done, bye, ladybug or whatever." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. They yeah. man, they dropped some wisdom bombs on us. Like that was. I like the ladybug thing. There was a point, like I was writing down a lot because I was just, this is just such an inspired movie to me. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I realized because of how intense it was, I stopped writing stuff down because I was like, I just don't know what it is, but this just works and I love it. Um, But the things that I felt were cool, like the reoccurring stuff, like because Brad Pitt keeps saying bad luck follows him everywhere and he's bad luck or whatever. And then yeah. the little girl talks always talks about her good luck. Mm-hmm. I was I thought more was going to happen when they sat next to each other. Um, but I think Sandra Bullock's character, the the girl on the other end of the the line, as well as the elder, both talk to Brad Pitt's character about uh, how good luck and bad luck are a matter of perspective. And the the movie kind of is faithful to that, to that theme. I think. Um, well, it's really weird because, yeah, the elder says that Ladybug is lucky because it takes on all the bad luck of the world. Right. Yeah. Um. But Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, perspective. Brad Pitt, I think, read that right, and he was like, "Yeah, but that sucks for the ladybug." <laughs> Right. He's like, I don't want to be the ladybug. <laughs> yeah, right. And and the elder's like, but think of how much good it's doing. He's like, No, I don't yeah. care. I don't, I don't want to be the be ladybug. The ladybug. <laughs> yeah, there was and there was another analogy where they were really thrown off by uh was it the farmer analogy or something? With the apples yeah. or something like it was something I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. Or the it was the plums. Uh, the, and he's like, Wait, are we the plums? Yeah. <laughs> or something i thought that was funny why would a plum be angry or the Cause, yeah because when the elder the steps onto not, the scene the plum is not angry at the the hungry man yeah oh yeah. yeah the plum is not angry at the hungry man he's angry at the farmer or something like that yeah right it's to say and, that like and they the, were like why is he angry at the farmer what what am are i the, the farmer <laughs> <laughs> are we the plums yeah <laughs> with the plumbuses there was a lot of like just like new agey mental health and uh zen buddhism themes uh playing out throughout the thing and i guess the good luck bad luck kind of came into that because it sort of i think that what maybe people were trying to tell him was like or maybe not i don't know if they're separate separate or not yeah i mean i think it was all it was all played pretty light yeah yeah yeah. at the end he, he ends up with remarkably good luck uh, and how he survived the yeah. train crash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when the white devil goes to kill him and he's obviously using the 
gun that's meant to kill him which is a cool which which is a cool reference to like poetic uh poetic justice and poetic irony um mm-hmm. and it like shoots half of his face off michael shannon's face and his reaction's like did you see that it's so good <laughs> oh my god it was just a cool kung fu western assassin movie on a bullet train on a bullet train i have a question for you okay if you were an assassin which of these assassins would you be oh okay Um, we can run through them all just to make sure yeah that's tough i do you want to run through them all yeah let's run through them all real quick because i yeah i have a couple there's lemon and tangerine right who are kind of, you know, traditional hitmen, but they're they work together. They're a duo. Right. Yeah. There's uh uh the wolf, who is the like cartel enforcer. Yes. Yeah, cartel of. enforcer, and he's kind of like the very macho, very Yes, he's the embodiment of know, just re- revenge, yeah. Yeah. Uh there is uh the the, the poison white... Yeah. Oh yeah, that the, we forget. we didn't poison. mention that cameo. By the way, was Zazie Beats? Uh, she was the Hornet. The Hornet, yeah. So there's the Hornet who uses like poison, is very covert. Yes, uh, under the radar. There is, yeah. and that's why she wanted to kill. I guess Ladybug, right? Because uh, uh, he saw her face. I think she makes she made mention of that. Well, no, she wanted. Well, she wanted the briefcase like everybody else. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. He had the briefcase. I mean, she just, mm-hmm. yeah. She's, yes, she is very, she hides in plain sight. Um, but yeah. So there's <laughs> the hornet who kills yeah. with poison. The wolf is very macho, straightforward, cartel enforcer. Tango and tangerine. Tango and tangerine. Tangerine and lemon yeah. are the duo. There's the prince. Uh, the young girl is the prince. Prince, yeah. yes. Prince is the young girl who's kind of, I guess, gadgety and bomb making. Yeah, she's of. more. She was the most menacing of all of them. Yeah, she had like the darkest purpose. She had, like she was all about the poetic irony and justice for her being ignored by her father and stuff, and was like rigging yeah. so all that, sorts all of things of to explode for in his hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, is that all of them i think that's all of them it really revolves around all of those people and and even um the hornet was sort of an a, more of a cameo than anything else um because she was only in it for uh, so, like a minute sort of but the snake is in it the whole time that's true that's true yeah and actually she's the one who kills the son oh that that's sets right it all off that's oh yeah. that is right yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so mean, she's well. She's all important. All the characters but she's... are there the whole time. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. So she. Okay. So she's just definitely covert. Um. Oh boy. Okay. Although you had to know that the person in the costume was going to be somebody was going to be. Yeah. It, it was too too real. I, I just like was... I saw that costume and I was like, 
Yes. There's a there's an assassin in there. It just kept well, it just kept on. They kept shoving it down your throat with like the the yeah. cartoon and the person in the costume kept showing up. Uh yeah. okay, so who would I be? Uh okay, so I'm going to just go go with my instinct. Even though I'm a little afraid this is going to make me sound like I'm saying that I'm like Brad Pitt and that's not what I'm saying. But I think Ladybug. That that like he's sort of just this like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm trying to like do work on myself. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> like like forcing the <laughs> forcing the optimism a little bit. <laughs> and uh, that well, well yeah, I yeah, mean, how- I guess that's an answer. I mean, he's not one of the assassins. Well, he yeah. Well, he's not an assassin. He's not on mission as an assassin in that at that point but he was an assassin right and he does just as much I fighting i think so he says he only does snatch and grab jobs oh i thought he said it snatch he didn't he was asked he didn't want to do a snatch and grab job because it was too simple or something no he does that's all he does oh okay okay so so yeah anyway, at the very the- end when uh yeah the the white devil asked for ryan oh, reynolds right. he does character say that. yeah you're right because ryan reynolds character killed his wife and then he says, oh, no, that's, was it Grabber or some, I don't know. I don't remember I Carver. I'm, the I'm Carver. Actually, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Carver. So the Carver is Ryan Reynolds, and he's filling in for the Carver. Interesting. Um, I, want, I wonder if that was yeah, self-preservation. Like, no, the Carver. the Carver was sick. I only do snatch and grab jobs. <laughs> like, I wonder if that was self-preservation <laughs> he, in play. I don't. He doesn't or seem maybe like not, somebody I guess who would there's lie. There's no real. Yeah, we don't really know yeah. his backstory, so there's no evidence that he was a, an assassin. That's true. I just assume because he was so, like I given mean, all the assassins. He just to run doesn't for their seem money. like someone who would lies. Like he just seems like it was so matter of fact. Oh, uh, okay. Like, oh, no, okay. man, I only do snatch and grab jobs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. I just I we, thought that was one of the funny elements about it. Okay. Okay. So, if, but if if we exclude Ladybug, well, let me let me let me. Pin it back to you because I mean, I you could thinking, be Ladybug. It's that's not fine. No, it's who would you, you who you do you identify ladybug. with most in this story? Oh, I don't know. I think I'd want to be in a duo, either yeah. Tangerine or Lemon, either I, one. I, I was going to say, seem like they have a good time. I was going to say I'm torn between Tangerine and Lemon for you because like Lemon's like super yeah. perceptive, <laughs> and you can be you're very perceptive as, as well. Tangerine is a little bit more like. Uh, just like straight, straightforward, logical. Uh, it seems. Yeah, yeah. I think it would just be fun. Yeah, to be in a duo. If, if you leaned heavier on lemon, I would want to be tangerine. <laughs> okay, so we could be well, in the duo go. together. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. If I had to repick, we're gonna for change a, the focus of Cinema Forty Four. Yeah, <laughs> to an assassin. Uh, we're assassins now. Company. Yeah. <laughs> I I just want to give this thing an A plus. Yeah, I want to give it two thumbs up. Yeah, five thought... enthusiastic thumbs up. <laughs> oh, you know what? I wrote this. I don't know why. It sounds like I'm writing an ad for the uh, for the movie. A fun, hilarious, and brutal ride the whole way through. Thanks for listening. So yeah, this movie rules. <laughs> David Leach, once again for the win. This guy is all right. 
If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and write a review. And if you want more information about our podcast, you can visit us at cinema44podcast.com or cinema44podcast on Facebook and Twitter if you want to let us know what you thought about Bullet Train. I don't know about you guys, but this has been a strange year for me with a ton of ups and downs. Here's to making it through and hoping for more good times in the new year. Thanks again. Godspeed and take care.